0: Welcome to City Life Church Podcast. Our desire is that all may come to know Christ and fulfill their purpose in life. We welcome you to head over to our website for more information. God bless you and enjoy the message. Good morning, City Life. I'm Brett Cartwright, and I'm excited to be able to bring you a message today. I've uh, got something that God's been stirring in me, but Many of you may know I've been doing a series on Ephesians, and I was excited about maybe pulling that one in. But I really felt God pulling me in a different direction. There's some things that have been stirring in my heart, a couple things I wanted to share. So I felt like this is probably the right opportunity to do that. Now, the first one is something that really started stirring in my spirit when Pastor Steve mentioned he was doing a series on Pursuit there was one word that just echoed and resounded in my heart. The word is relentless. Relentless. Now, being a word geek, I kind of go into looking at the origin of the word and what it means and stuff. So the, the etymology, the word relentless comes from the word relent. And the origin of that word is to melt, to soften, or dissolve. So, the opposite of that is then something that stays firm, uh, doesn't erode or soften. So, you get some synonyms of relentless, and I love these nonstop, constant, persistent, unceasing, unwavering, tireless. Relentless. That's amazing. And what I felt so strongly is that that is indicative of God's love for us and his pursuit of us. So if we look at this, you can see it in a number of scriptures. And one of the ones that came to me, just the very first one is in Revelation: Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man opens, I will come in and be with him. And then... There's this amazing, amazing story in the book of Hosea, this metaphor that God lays out. And it's the story, Hosea is a a book in the Old Testament, a minor prophet, and Hosea is a prophet of God. And God tells him to go marry a woman named Gomer, who is an unfaithful woman. And Hosea marries her, and she's unfaithful to him. And he goes when she strays and brings her back. She goes and leaves him and her children and goes to be with another man. God calls him to bring her back again. And he does this time and time again. And God brings the lesson to Hosea and says, even as my people have strayed from me, as your wife Gomer has strayed from you, I have pursued them relentlessly. I have gone again and again to bring them back to me. That, that intense, amazing love of God its so incredible. That picture in Hosea, it's a little hard to read at times, but when you see the amazing depth of God's love that's behind it and underneath it, it will blow your mind. If you look at the very first, very first incident in the Garden of Eden, in Genesis chapter 3, man falls away, man sins. And what's he do? He realizes he's naked. And so what does he do? He tries to fix it and grabs some fig leaves to cover himself. And he hears God coming in to the garden and Adam and Eve go and they hide themselves because they're ashamed. But what does God do? He searches, he calls Adam, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? That's God's pursuit. That's God's relentless love coming after mankind who strayed. And if you look at, Jesus had three great parables in Luke chapter 15. The lost coin, the lost sheep, the prodigal son. In the lost coin, a widow who doesn't have very much, she loses her, her one remaining coin and What does it say she does? She says she turns her house upside down. She takes the furniture out. She moves it. She sweeps. She looks. She won't stop searching until she's found it. And then the story of the lost sheep is, if any one of you has 100 sheep but one goes missing, won't you leave the 99 and continue to go and search until you find the one that's lost? Such an amazing picture. The prodigal son, the father's heart. Is there for his son, even when his son is strayed, even when his son has gone his own way and ends up in the gutter, basically. His father's love never fails, never fails. Nonstop, constant, persistent, unceasing, unwavering, and tireless, relentless God's love of us. In Matthew chapter 10, verses 29 through 31, It talks about the sparrow. And the Lord knows that even when a sparrow falls to the ground, but beyond that, he knows every hair on our head. And if he knows every hair on our head and knows when even a sparrow falls, how much more does he care for us? How much more does he he know and love us? And not only that, he knows all of our days and he wrote them down. That just blows my mind. I love this. I love this verse. It's in Psalm 139, verse 6. This is a New Living Translation. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Wow. God saw my whole life, saw every moment, saw everything I was going through, even when I've gone through today, and he knew it. And not only that, he wrote it down. He already saw it. And none of this is surprising to him. What I'm going through today didn't surprise him. Uh, That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. So what's the takeaway from this where God loves us? He's pursued us. He knocks. He searches for us. He loves us unrelentingly. He loves us and pursues us even when we don't know him or we've gone the way of the prodigal. So here's three practical aspects of that. If you've felt or believed that God doesn't love you or that you have to earn his love somehow, you need to ingrain these truths in your heart about his relentless love. You need to use them as ammunition when the enemy tries to tell you something different. No, no, God loves me. He chose, he knows every hair on my head. He knows all of my days, he's written them down. He stands at the door and he pursues me like like the lost sheep. No, my father loves me. That's powerful and will help you overcome. The second aspect practically is if you have loved ones that may not know him or have walked away from him, you can align yourself with God's own heart motive when you pray that God's love will relentlessly pursue them. That's powerful. That's powerful. And then third, we can trust in trying times. Our trust in the Lord is the believer's secret weapon in times of turmoil. It's what sets us apart from those who can only see the worst in our present situation. We may be kind of in a quarantine situation, stay at home, stay healthy, coronavirus. But if God knows knows everything about me, knew that this was going to happen, knew that we'd be here and I'd be talking to you in your living room or kitchen or wherever you are. God knows that and we can trust in Him. And that can be such a strong comfort and foundation. It's amazing. Now, the second thing I wanted to talk to you guys about today is something that's just, again, been beating in my heart, just so profoundly, basically all year long. And It's a revisit of 2020. Uh, Pastor Steve shared his message, 2020 Vision, in January. And if you missed that message, go back and listen to the podcast. You can find the podcast on our church website, or you can find it on SoundCloud. Look for it in January, 2020 Vision. It's awesome, and it's foundational to what God wants to accomplish in City Life Church. The cool thing about 2020, though... Is that the main scripture is right there in it, 2020. The foundational scripture is 2 Chronicles 20, verse 20. And this is amazing. It's the story of Jehoshaphat facing down an enemy he couldn't fight. Does that feel like some of our situations right now? I won't go into the whole story of Jehoshaphat. Pastor Steve did a great job of it, but there's a couple key verses I want to I wanna hit on. The first verse is verse 17. And it says, stand firm and watch God work. New Living Translation says, you will not even need to fight. Take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you. And verse 20, Jehoshaphat stood Before the people and proclaimed, Believe in the Lord and you shall prosper. Believe in his prophets and you shall succeed. There is so much going on here in these verses, but I wanna zero in on a few key words. Now, the first one is stand still. It says stand still and see what God's gonna do. God's gonna do this for you. And in Hebrew, the word for stand still is amad and it means to take one's stand or endure. It has a sense of holding your ground, remaining upright, kind of withstanding in the face of opposition, but still standing. The second occurrence of that word is in verse 20, where it says, Jehoshaphat stood before the people. Jehoshaphat stood. He is standing on his ground. It's the same word, amad. Stand still and see the victory. And Jehoshaphat stood. He stood still. And then he proclaimed this word to the people. That's pretty profound. The second word is believe. And these are in verse 20. And some translations put it, put your trust or your faith in God. Put your trust or your faith in the prophets. But the word here in Hebrew for believe is aman. It's similar to Ahmad, but it's, it's slightly different. It has some of the same connotations, though. It has the sense of stand firm, but also support, uphold, make firm, be established. Now, what blows me away in this first section, believe in the Lord and you shall prosper. That word prosper is the exact same word. It's amman again. So it's like saying, stand firm in the Lord and you shall stand firm. You won't waver, you'll be, It's just like the circular thing, it's amazing. It just blew me away and I, I saw it today and was like, oh my gosh, Lord, this is, this is amazing. There's this other duality to the same word in Hebrew, to aman, and it has kind of a dual sense of being rooted and being built up. It's like having, Solid foundation, but with a solid structure arising from it. And this brought to my mind something. I shared this with our men's prayer group on Tuesday nights. And it's uh, kind of a natural picture that I kind of saw. And the Lord speaks to me in pictures. Some of you, He may do as well. And in this case, it's something that I'm kind of interested in. It's SpaceX's rocket production facility in Boca Chica, Texas. So I'm kind of a SpaceX nerd. I like what they're doing. I like what Elon Musk has done with SpaceX. I mean, they're landing rockets. Like they launch them and then they come down and land and two at a time. The The footage of that is amazing. And he's doing that, he's building this new generation of rocket in Boca Chica, Texas, which is a small strip of beach on the Gulf Coast of Texas. And he's building a ship called Starship. Now, the thing about Boca Chica is it's about 10 feet above sea level, and the terrain is mostly gravel and sand. It's not solid ground. And if any of you engineers out there know anything about that, if you put a heavy load on anything or put heavy vibrations on terrain like that, one of the things that it does is it kind of liquefies. And you can't really put a heavy load on something like that, nor could you launch a rocket or build a huge tower to mount your rocket. do all the stuff you want to do there. So one of the things they did there, there's a guy who has a webcam that's been running 24-7 on that construction site for about a year. And on this webcam, we saw them come in with these huge cranes with 100-foot augers, and they drilled these holes down into the ground, and then they pumped concrete into it, 100 feet deep into the ground of this kind of little beach strip. And they drilled a bunch of holes in this one area, 100 foot deep, each one, and filled them with concrete. And then they poured a pad on top before they could build a structure on top in that terrain they needed to have solid solid foundations before they could build up at all but then they've since erected two things they've erected a high bay where they're stacking components of their of their starship and then they've also built a launch pad where they're going to launch their rockets from so it's pretty amazing so that as i was seeing this in my head being rooted but built up it's like that when we put our belief in god we're we're just sinking our roots deeper, sinking our foundations down into into that soil that of our life or our situation may be unstable, especially when things come against it to shake it up. But when that shaking comes, that solid foundation, what is built on top stands firm and can stand upright. So that's pretty amazing. Now, the last word in verse 20 is believe in his prophets and you shall succeed. And the word succeed in Hebrew is Salak. And Salak has a much more active sense. It has the sense of advance or make progress or push forward, break out, etc. So when you think about that. God has put solid foundations in, especially on the word. And when we, we let that, that word of God in our life build up the, the structure of our lives, that's the launching place where God can shoot us out to succeed. And I really believe that that word is so foundational to City Life Church and what God has called us for in 2020. So as we go forward, God's not surprised by what's going on right now. God's not caught off guard. God knows every day from before coronavirus happened till whenever it ends, we just need to know. We need to remind ourselves. We can trust in him. He's got it planned. We've got a solid foundation. God is taking us somewhere. We can believe. And as Pastor Steve shared in his Vision 2020 message, don't be a naysayer. One of the prophets that's spoken in our church gave us a word that said, look to each other and say to each other, it shall be done, it shall be done. It can be done, it can be done. What God has called us to do is not impossible. What God has called us to do is big, but that's God. So we can trust, we can believe in him, and we say it can be done, it shall be done. We shall get through this. And wherever you are, whatever your situation is, we know that God's got a plan and purpose for it. He's written it down on his book. So I'd just like to close in prayer and lift up any of those needs for you this morning. Lord, we thank you that you're relentless in your pursuit of us. And Lord, we just come and we agree, Lord, that you are the one who loved us first. And any voices that might say we're not worthy or There's no way God could love me. We just stand against those and we proclaim the truth. You are relentless in your love. Your love is relentless. And Lord, any of those that are just, their spirit is heavy for their loved one that may not know you or may have walked away, you relentlessly pursue them, Lord. Let your love continue to go after them. Be unceasing, unwavering. And Lord, right now, our trust is in you. Our foundations are solid in you. You've built us up. Lord, we trust in what you're doing. We trust that you know where things are and we're going. And we know that you have got your hand on us for good and not for evil. So we thank you for this. We bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, City Life. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to City Life Church Podcast.